afternoon, good afternoon, good evening, esteemed family, depending on wherever you are connected from. Welcome to Inspired by the Word Global Times of Devotion. First of all, I'd like to use this opportunity to thank esteemed sister Makama for this opportunity leading this session of intercessory prayers. Esteemed family, today we are praying for all young people, especially those in Inspired by the Word family who are away from their parents and homes. We pray and thank God for every young person in Inspired by the Word family, declaring that they continue to increase in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and man. We declare that they are winning in all endeavors and manifest the glory and express image of our Lord Jesus Christ in every area of their lives. Esteemed family will go ahead and affirm that no evil shall befall any young person from this family and none of them will be deceived by the spirit of the world, especially in these last days. We declare that each and every young person is daily fervent in spirit, ablaze and on fire for our Lord Jesus Christ and the things of the kingdom. We'll be praying with our scripture reference from Luke chapter 2, verse 52. It says that, And Jesus increased in wisdom and stature in the favor of God and man. Esteemed family, depending on wherever you are connected from, kindly unmute your mic and intercede fervently. Take <laughs> Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, sweet Holy Spirit, for every young person inspired by the word family, just as Jesus Christ increased in wisdom and stature and received favor from God and men. So is every member of this family, every young person increases in wisdom and stature in the mighty name. 
of our Lord Jesus Christ. They are the light in their world. They are the light in their countries. They are the light in the nations of the world. They are the light in every aspect of their lives. Thank you, Heavenly Father. We declare that no evil shall befall any young person in this family. All the young people in this room, their light is shining brighter, brighter and brighter unto the perfect day. They are distinguished among their colleagues. They are distinguished. They are distinguished in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, sweet Holy Spirit, for an answered prayer. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Once again, I'd like to use this opportunity to thank esteemed Sister Makama for this opportunity to lead in this session of intercession prayers. I also want to thank the prayer team for this opportunity. And esteemed family, thank each and every one of you for interceding for young people and inspired by the word. God bless each and every one of you. And I love you all so dearly. Thank you. Right away, I'll hand over to the praise and worship team. Oh, we worship you, Lord. We bless your name. Maraka Santa Kalamando Zebra Hata Kalabaya. Love so perfect, so consistent. Lord, your love—it's so dependable. Mm-hmm. Love so powerful, most reliable. Lord, your love is the greatest love of all. Oh, love so perfect, so consistent. Lord, your love so dependable, love so powerful, most reliable. Lord, your love is the greatest love of all. With a thankful heart, Lord, I sing to you.
is filled, my mouth is filled with thanksgiving. Oh, Lord, I declare your goodness all day long. Great beyond measure is your faithfulness. I declare your goodness all day long. Oh, I declare your goodness all day long. Oh, Lord, Lord, we declare your goodness in our lives all day long. Oh, Shalom, Lord, I declare, I declare your goodness all day long. Oh, I declare your goodness all day long. Oh, Heavenly Father, we declare your goodness. We declare your greatness. We declare all that you are all that you do, we testify that you are God and you are good. Thank you, Lord, for your love for us. Thank you for the strength wherein you strengthen us every day. Arado sala kabashata kalide kisuto kupaya. Thank you, Lord. You are gracious and you are kind. The entrance of your word gives light, brings light, causes us to see, to see what we have been made, to see what we have in you and what we can do with what we have. Thank you, Father. Your word to us even this day makes us all that it talks about in the mighty and matchless name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Praise God. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, esteemed family. Thank you for the opportunity to take the rhapsody. Thank you, esteemed sister Harriet, for the time of worship. Thank you so much, man. Thank you to Sister Tina for the prayer. Praise the Lord. Compassion is strong desire to remove pain. Um, today is the 8th of October. Wow. Thank you, Lord. But thou, O Lord, art a God full of compassion and gracious and long-suffering and plenteous in mercy and truth. Psalm 86 and verse 15. Compassion is strong desire to remove pain. That's the title of today's devotional article. Notice that the Bible didn't say God has compassion, which would also have been wonderful, but it says God is full of compassion. What's compassion? Compassion means to recognize or to become aware of the sufferings of another with a desire to alleviate that suffering. 
That's what makes it different from sympathy. To sympathize with someone means identify with with someone in his suffering or pain. That doesn't mean the sympathizer is going to or able to do anything about the person's suffering. Compassion is also different from mercy. Did you get the difference um, um, between compassion and sympathy? So here, there's, there's the there's the identification with the child, with the person in their tr trying times, right? But the difference between the compassion and the sympathy is that compassion is backed with the desire to want to change the situation. Sympathy is just sympathy, you know, it just identifying with the person in their challenge, in their trying time, praise God. Compassion is also different from mercy, which is forbearance shown, especially to an offender or to someone you have the right or power to punish. But compassion has a strong desire to remove the pain. If there's no desire to take away the suffering, then it's not compassion. So when the Bible says God is full of compassion, it means he looks at you and recognizes what you may be going through with a desire to change the situation. Did that come home? You know, because when you see today's devotional article and you see the word compassion, you might be wondering what direction this is supposed to take. So, and it's telling us about the God who is our father, the God who we trust in, the God who is our God. And letting us know that he's full of compassion. And now it's coming home to say that it means that whatever challenge God identifies with us in that challenge in order to do something about it, to elevate whatever the discomfort, whatever the pain that the challenge may be causing. So his being full of compassion means that the thing would change because he has a desire to want to change it. So when the Bible says God is full of compassion, he means he looks at you and recognizes what, what you may be going through with a desire to change the situation. Hallelujah. The Bible says we have a high priest who is touched with the feeling of our infirmity. Hebrews 4, 15. Psalm 1, 4, 5, verse 8 says, The Lord is gracious and full of compassion, slow to anger and of great mercy. God is loaded with compassion. He's never mad at you. Rather, he's always moved with a desire to bless you, help you, and change your situation. This last paragraph is for you. I'll read it again. God is loaded with compassion. He's never mad at you. You know that when you read the Bible and when you see certain statements, you have to take it for what it is. Someone would read this and not believe that it is possible that God will not be mad at them because of certain wrong things that they may have done in recent time. But it is what it is. God is never mad at you. But of course, if you have gone through understanding righteousness with us in the house, you definitely understand this space. You definitely understand that scripture. And all scriptures about the mercies of God, about the compassion of God, about the goodness of God. God is loaded with compassion. He's never mad at you. God is loaded with compassion. He's never mad at you. Can someone quickly check up the word compassion? Let's see what other um what other options we have in um in understanding what compassion means. God is loaded 
You know, when um, often you say a gun is loaded. When something is loaded, it means that the, the, that thing is ready to offload at the slightest engagement. So if God is loaded with compassion, what does that mean? And then he says he's never mad at you. Rather, he's always moved with a desire to bless you, to help you, and to change your situation. If you didn't hear everything I've read in this devotional article, you better hear this last part. God is loaded with compassion. He's never mad at you. Rather, he's always, with an emphasis on the word always, he's always moved with a desire, number one, to bless you. Number two, to help you. Number three, to change your situation as you go out today. As you go about activities today, many of us will be going to church. As you go about your week, resuming the office from tomorrow, would you go to the office with the consciousness that God is out to bless you? That God is out to help you? Who are they that are against you in the office? Who are they that are fighting you in the office? God is out to help you. And then more so, whatever the situation, he wants to change it for good. Praise God. So compassion. Let's see the definitions we have. Caring response to someone's distress. The feeling that arises when you are confronted with another's suffering and feel motivated to relieve that suffering. Sympathetic pity and concern for the sufferings or misfortunes of others. Of course, you know that um, the difference has been defined between compassion and sympathy. And I think that that first definition that we had was just the best. There's a response. In compassion, there's a response. And that response is the desire to want to change the situation, to want to make it better for the person, to want to make the person happy. That's the response. So, and we are like God. We're like our father. And today, as we read this devotional article, you know, we learn to respond to the word. And our response is that the same way God is loaded with compassion, I am I'm loaded with compassion. My question to you is, are you also loaded with compassion? Do you go about your day and you see the challenges that people go through, the sufferings that people go through? Are you willing to help? Are you motivated to help at all times? Praise God. So today's devotional article is something you should meditate on. Every one of us ought to walk in that compassion of the Spirit of God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you so much, Asim family, for your time. I'll hand over to Pastor Winnie for the next segment. God bless you. Thank you, Mafudi. Mafudi, your first segment. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone, depending on where you are connecting from. We are going over to the Bible study segment for today's devotion. And I'll start with the further studies of the Rhapsody. Praise the Lord. Psalm 78 and 38 says, but he, being full of compassion, forgave their iniquity and destroyed them not. Yea, many a time turned he his anger away and did not stir up all his words. Psalm 1 1 verse 4. He had made his wonderful works to be remembered. The Lord is gracious and full of compassion. Matthew 9 36. It's when he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion on them because they fainted and were scattered abroad as sheep having no shepherd. Colossians 3.12, put on therefore as the elect of God, holy and beloved, hours of mercies, kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness, long-suffering. Praise the Lord. Please let's take the prayer together. Gracious Father, you are full of compassion. 
and abounding in mercy and truth. Thank you for your compassion knows no bounds. And I'm grateful for your unwavering love and care. That same compassion is ignited, ignited with me, within me, sorry, to recognize the sufferings of others. I move with a burning desire to elevate their pain and make a positive difference in their lives through the word and by your spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise the Lord. We are going over to the New Testament reading for today's devotion, and we are still in the book of Colossians, chapter 1. We start from 24. Praise the Lord. Caption. Sorry, there's no caption in this one. I want you to know how glad I am that it's me sitting here in this jail and not you. There's a lot of suffering to be entered into in this world, the kind of suffering Christ takes on. I welcome the chance to take my share in the church's part of that suffering. When I became a servant in this church, I experienced this suffering as a share gift, God's way of helping me serve you, laying out the whole truth. This mission has been kept in the dark for a long time, but now it's out in the open. God wanted everyone, not just Jews, to know this rich and glorious secrets inside and out, regardless of their background, Regardless of their religious standing, the mystery in a nutshell is justice. Christ is in you. So therefore, you can look forward to sharing his glory, to sharing in his God's glory. It's that simple. That's the substance of our message. We preach Christ warning. We preach Christ warning people not to add to the message. We teach in a spirit of profound common sense so that we can bring each person to maturity, to the maturity the basic. Christ, no more, no less. That's what I am working so hard at day after day, year after year, doing my best with the energy God gives so generous. I'll take that again, please. That's what I'm working so hard as day after day, year after year, doing my best with the energy God so generously gives me. Chapter 2. I want you to realize that I continue to work as hard as I know how for you and also for the Christians over at Ladosia. Not many of you have met me face to face, but that doesn't make any difference. Know that I'm on your side, alongside with you. You are not in this alone. I want you woven into a tapestry of love. It touches everything there is to know of God. Then you will have minds confident and at rest, focused on Christ, God's grace mystery, all the richest treasures of wisdom and knowledge are embedded in that mystery and nowhere else. And we show the mystery. I'm telling you this because I don't want anyone leading you off on some wild goose chase after others' so called mysteries or the secrets. I'm a long way off, true, and you may never lay eyes on me. But believe me, I'm on your side, right beside you. I'm delighted to hear of the careful and orderly ways you conduct your affairs. I'm impressed with the solid substance of your faith in Christ. Praise the Lord. We've come to the end of today's intestinal trilogy. Thanks a big thank you to Sam Samaka for this opportunity. You have a prolific day, everybody. God bless you, and I love you. Praise God. We're supposed to
Take the test friend. Good morning, good afternoon, esteemed family. Thank you all for being part of today's devotional. Okay, we'll be taking the Old Testament right away, and we are reading from Isaiah 46, verse 1. And caption, this is serious business, rebels. The God bell falls down, God neighbor slumps. The no God hunks of wood are loaded on mules and have to be hauled off, wearing out the poor mules. Dead weights, burden, who, burdens, who can bear burdens, hauled off to captivity. Listen to me, family of Jacob, everyone that's left of the family of Israel. I've been carrying you on my back from the day you were born, and I will keep on carrying you when you're old. I'll be there bearing you when you're old and gray. I've done it and will keep doing it, carrying you on my back, saving you. So to whom will you compare me, the incomparable? Can you picture me without reducing me? People with a lot of money hire craftsmen to make them gods. The artisans deliver the gods. <coughs> the artisan deliver the god and they kneel and worship it. They carry it around in holy parades, then take it home and put it on a shelf. And there it sits, day in and day out, a dependable God, always right where you put it. Say anything you want to, say anything you want to it. It never talks back. Of course, it never does anything either. Think about this. Wrap your minds around it. This is serious business, rebels. Take it to heart. Remember your history, you long and rich. You long and rich, your long and rich history. I'll take that again, sorry. Remember your history, your long and rich history. I am God, the only God you ever had or will ever have. Incomparable, irreplaceable, from the very beginning, telling you what the ending will be all along letting you in on what is happening, assuring you I am in this for the long haul. Oh, glory. I'll do exactly what I set out to do. Ah, calling that ego, Cyrus, out of the East from a far country, the man I chose to help me. I've said it and I'll, almost, I'll, I'll most certainly do it. I've planned it. So it's as good as done. Now listen to me. You're a hard-headed bunch and hard to help. I'm ready to help you right now. Deliverance is not a long-range a, a long plan. Salvation isn't on hold. I am putting salvation to work in Zion and glory in Israel. Isaiah verse 47, caption, the part is over. Get off your high horse and sit in the dirt, virgin daughter of Babylon, no more throne for you. Sit on the ground, daughter of the Chaldeans. Nobody will be calling you charming and alluring anymore. Get used to it. Get a job, any old job. Clean gutters, scrub toilets, Pawn your gowns and scarves. Put on your walking pants. The part is over. Your nude body will be on public display, exposed to vulgar taunts. It's vengeance time. I'm taking vengeance. No one gets left off the hook. Caption, you're acting like the center of the universe. Our Redeemer speaks, named God of the angel armies the holy of Israel. Shut up and get out of the way, daughter of Chaldeans. You'll, you'll no longer be called first lady of the kingdoms. I was fed up with your people, thoroughly disgusted, thoroughly disgusted with your progeny. I turned them over to you, but you had no compassion. You put old men and women to cruel hard labor. You said, I am the first lady. I will always be the pampered darling. 
You took nothing seriously, took nothing to heart. Never gave tomorrow a thought. Well, start thinking, party girl. You are acting like the center of the universe, smuggling, saying to yourself, I'm number one. There's nobody but me. I'll never be a widow and never lose my children. Those two things are going to hit you both at once, suddenly on the same day. Spouse and children gone, a total loss. Despite your many enchantments and charm, you were so confident and comfortable in your evil life, saying, no one sees me. Hmm. You thought you knew so much and had everything figured out. What delusion. Smugly telling yourself, I am number one. There's nobody but me. Ruins the sand. You can't charm it away. Disaster strikes. You can't cast it off with a spell. Ah, catastrophe. Sudden and total. And you are totally at sea. Totally bewildered. But don't give up. From your great repertoire of enchantments, there must be one you haven't tried. <laughs> You've been at this a long time. Surely something will work. I know you were exhausted trying out remedies, but don't give up. Call in the astrologers and stargazers. They are good at this. Surely they can work something. They can work up something. Fat chance. You'd be grasping our straws that are already in the fire. A fire that is even now raging. Your experts are in it and wouldn't get out. It is not a fire for cooking venison stew. Oh no, not a fire to warm you on a winter night setting in north. <laughs> That's the fate of your friends in sorcery. Ah, your magician cronies. You've been colluding all your life. Your magician cronies, you've been colluding with all your life. They real, confused, bumping into one another. None of them bother to help you. Okay, I think this is the... Oh, okay, wait, we're taking 40, 48, Isaiah 48. Okay, no, we're taking just 46 to 47. So thank you, esteemed family, for being part of today's reading. And right away, we'll get into the affirmation. The affirmation is on the screen. And um, we can unmute ourselves now and take the affirmations together. the Lord is the Lord. 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 the Lord.
walk and function in the Lord has made us a defense of the Lord and Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. What a victorious day. What a day full of miracles and testimonies. Thank you, Lord. Over to you, esteemed Mark. Thank you for the opportunity. Thank you so much, esteemed Dr. Kel. Praise God. Um, today's day eight. Um, thank you so much, um, Pastor Oini and Dr. Kel for the time of Bible reading. Thank you. Love and forgiveness. Now, um, when we started the journey of the 30 days of love work, I did say that it's going to be 30 days of intimacy with God. It's going to be 30 days of peace with man. And of course, it doesn't mean that it ends with the 30 days. It's just 30 days where we walk with the knowledge and the consciousness and the understanding and the application of the principle of love work in a bid to set up ourselves on it with a habit of continuing in such lifestyle even after the 30 days, right? Um, today is the eighth day, and in this eighth day, we're entering into most of the meditations we've had in the last first seven days. You will notice it's our relationship with God um, in our understanding of the love of God and what it means for us and what it means to us. Um, this eighth day, we're entering into a new phase where we're dealing with our relationship with man, and we're going to reviewing. We're going to be reviewing scriptures that um, that talk to us in this direction. Praise God! And today, we're dealing with love and forgiveness. And our meditation scripture for today is Ephesians four, from verse thirty-one to thirty-two. In the in easy translation, you like this one. And brothers and sisters, the word of God is what it is. You know, sometimes you read the word and then you might find that, um, ah, this thing is talking to me. I need to work on this area. I need to work on that area. One of the things pastor has taught us is how to respond to God's word. And I remember when we we're reading Power of the Mind, which we are still reading, um, I think it's in the chapter that had to do with the th our thoughts, right? And Pastor said that if you find yourself, um, thoughts and emotions, if you find yourself having expressed maybe an anger outburst, um, an emotion we're not supposed to uh, express, and then he says that you tell yourself, you say, dear Lord Jesus, that I'm not supposed to be acting like this. And in the name of the Lord Jesus, I declare that there's a declaration there's an alignment with the word. There's you telling yourself, this is not me, this is me. Praise God. You know, the thing about looking into a mirror is that you see yourself and you have an opportunity to make an adjustment. If your makeup wasn't properly sitting well, you are able to make an adjustment. That's one of the things that mirror does for us. If you had worn your wig for the ladies and then your, your wig isn't sitting well on your head, 
you have an opportunity to make the correction. And do you always notice that it takes such a very short time for you to make that correction? So really looking into the word of God and adjusting to align with the word, it really doesn't take so much. It's just you agreeing at that moment and responding because faith is the response of the human spirit to the word of God. And your response is where your testimony is. Your response is where the change is. Do not be jealous of other people. Do not become angry or shout at them. Do not quarrel with other people or insult them. Do not be any do not do anything or say anything that will hurt other people. Instead, help one another and be kind to each other. Forgive one another. Remember that God has forgiven you because of what Christ has done. It's amazing that this is so much in line with the topic for today that we studied in the direction of compassion. And if you read this particular verse, I think in other translation, you might actually find the word compassion somewhere, right? But now we're dealing with our relationship with others. In this verse, where do you see yourself? Is your response, yes, Lord, I refuse to be jealous of other people. I will not become angry or shout at them. I will not quarrel with others or insult them. You see, ah. The word that that lady told me, that woman told me, eh? I've never forgotten it in my life. Are you that kind of person that when you insult people, they they never forget you? <laughs> you know, um, there are two ways never to forget somebody when you meet them. You may never forget them because of the good that they did to you, or you may never forget them because of the bad things that they said to you or did to you. When people experience you as a Christian, what's their testimony of you? They are never forgetting you. Is it because of the good? Or is it because of, I don't even want to use the word because we're not that way. He said, do not do anything or say anything that will hurt other people. You know that... In studying the, the, the concept of love, when we did First um, Corinthians and verse 13 from verse 4 to 7, it says that love is not jealous of others. Love is not envious of others. Love rejoices at the success of others because the problem with jealousy is that it's going to cause you to act. If you allow jealousy in your life, it's going to cause you to act sooner or later and your act actions will be detrimental. Your actions will be a display of wickedness. Share wickedness towards the person that you are jealous of. And if you've been reading Proverbs, do you remember that proverb that says that do not rejoice when evil happens to your neighbor or happens even to your enemy? He said, if God sees you, if God catches you seeing that you are happy that that has happened, there's a, there's a repercussion for it. All these things are documented for us in the scriptures so that we would align with the picture of us that God has and would enjoy our lives in Christ. Let's go to the affirmation for today. Like we always would say 500 times, I'm a love child of a love God. And then 500 times they were saying, I'm ever loving and forgiving. And I want to appeal to somebody here today who may have been offended, who may be, have been betrayed, who may have been hurt. No matter what it is that has happened to you, it's time to forgive and it's time to love again. And if you've heard me talk about forgiveness, and I have always um, explained how that Understanding the concept of forgiveness is very important. There are times when forgiveness is, per is perfect and it's necessary for every child of God. And in forgiveness, we also forgive, forget. We forgive and we forget. But there's the wisdom of God in not finding yourself in a situation that probably gives the person an opportunity to hurt you again. I'm thinking of what perfect example that I would use. I want to talk about, um, we have kids in the house, right? And it matters that we watch over our kids carefully. 
to protect them from being exploited by those that are around them that may not be working in the capacity of wisdom that we all have come to walk in using the word of God. A lot of um, our kids have found themselves in spaces of abuse, especially the girl child. And in forgiving the offender, there's the part of not putting yourself in that space or putting the child in that space where such kind of things can repeat itself. I'm not even hoping that it's happened to any child, but maybe for you, I become an adult now and then there's a history of hurt. There's a history of abuse. There's a history of pain. There's such history in your life. You might think that it's difficult to forgive. No, it's actually very easy. You can forgive, you can forget or you will not be found in the same situation for the abuser to repeat whatever they have done. So we apply wisdom in our work with man, right? When it comes to vulnerability, the one person that we're 100% vulnerable with is God. He will never take advantage of us. He will never walk against us. And then, of course, in human relationship, there are levels of vulnerability, but that's not the concept for today, right? But... We're talking about love and forgiveness. You can love, you can forgive. So that you can walk in peace with man at all times. It's very all times. It's very, very important. So today forgive. Today forget. Today walk in love. Today love again. Praise God. We'll take the communion at this moment. And as we take the communion, I pray for anyone who might be hurting. I pray for anyone who may have been betrayed, who is going through any pain that have come from trusting someone, trusting other people who didn't keep, who didn't think to, you know, um, um, to protect the extended arm of fellowship and relationship. So as you take the bread, you would be healed of the pain of the heart and you'll be strengthened to forgive and to let go. First Corinthians eleven twenty three. I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, take it, this is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. Heavenly Father, we thank you. Thank you for the body of Jesus Christ that was broken for us. His body was broken so that ours will never be broken. And we walk in the fullness of the perfection and the wholeness that the Spirit of God brought to us, that the Lord Jesus brought to us. We thank you because there's wholeness in our hearts, there's wholeness in our minds, there's wholeness in our spirits, there's wholeness in our souls, there's wholeness in our bodies. From the crown of our heads to the soles of our feet, there's wholeness. And thank you because your people walk in compassion like never before, in love and in forgiveness. Glory to your name forevermore. Amen. You can break the bread and eat it. Verse 25, after the same manner also, he took the cup when he had supped, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. These two years, after as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as he ate this bread and drink this cup, you do show the Lord's death till you come. Heavenly Father, the blood, all oh, the blood. Thank you for that which you corrected using your blood for the eternal change that he brought to mankind. Thank you because we are empowered to walk in love, in compassion, in forgiveness. In the name of the Lord Jesus, we thank you because that hurting heart is healed. Every heart in this house 
every heart of everyone connected to this devotion that's hearing the sound of my voice. Thank you, Lord, for ease. Thank you, Lord, for peace. Thank you, Lord, for joy. It is well with everyone in the mighty and matchless name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. So, brothers and sisters, be encouraged. Be encouraged. Right? In human relationship, there would be offenses. But like it is said, to err is human, to forgive is divine. And we are divine beings because we have been made with the nature of God. And that nature is loving and ever forgiving. And that's why we're making that affirmation throughout today. Okay, so be encouraged, be strengthened, and make your affirmations boldly in the Lord. Praise God. Hallelujah. At this moment, if you are giving an offering, I'll pray over the offering. And um, you can go ahead and send to your churches. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the opportunity to worship you with our offering. It is what it is, Lord. Our hearts are full of thanksgiving. And even this day, we declare that our offering is a sanctified by the Holy Spirit and acceptable unto you. This is our reasonable worship. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Praise God. Thank you, esteemed brethren. Ensure that you follow the channel and um, our online spaces have all the details that you require for your 30 days of love work. Remember, praying at 8 p.m. GMT plus one and the healing stream that is coming up. Ensure to register people, whether on the physical line, the on-site or the online. And of course, for general participation of everyone, ensure to tell those in your sphere of contact. Praise God. I'll hand over to Stagglenis for the celebration segment and then she'll wrap up with the benediction. God bless you, everyone. Happy Sunday and enjoy your time in church. Praise the Lord. Happy Sunday to you, Ma. Thank you so much, Mr. Marco, for the opportunity to handle this segment. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. It's been where you from. If today is your birthday, or if there's anybody you want to celebrate today, please kindly let us know in the chat room. And if you're joining us there for the first time, please, we'd like to know you by you telling us your name, where you're joining us from, and the name of the person who invited you. And if you're in Nigeria, we'd love to know your state. Hallelujah. Before I start reading, today is my accountability partner's birthday. Esteem Sister Bridget, happy birthday, Ma. I love you so, so much. Praise the Lord. Esteem Dr. Kevinary says, today my daughter, today my daughter Kaye Tochuku is 12, year, is, is 12 years old. I'm so grateful and full of thanks. God, hallelujah. Happy birthday to your daughter, Ma. Esteem Sister Vanessa says, today is my friend's birthday. Her name is Bridget and she's in the house. Happy birthday again. Esteem Sister Bridget says, today is my birthday. Praise the Lord. Esteem Sister Nomsa says, today is my dear friend's birthday. Her name is Bridget. Happy birthday. Esteem Sister Bridget, we love you so much. And right now, I'm going to be praying for our celebrants of today. Malika Basi, Brakabo, Sheketerebosh, Brakaba, Shantaraba, Rekebo, Sikataraba. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for our celebrants of today. Thank you, O oh God, for they are going to bask in your love and they are conscious of your love in the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you for blessing them and adding on to them another blissful year in their lives, O oh God, to be celebrated and to enjoy your goodness on earth, O oh God. Yes, they proliferate in everything they do in the name of the Lord Jesus. Yes, they dominate everywhere they go in the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for their lives and they are blessed with abundance. They are blessed in all ramifications of their lives in the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Thank you so much, Esteem Sister Maka, for the opportunity to handle this segment. Right now, we are going to unmute our mics as we share the grace. And the grace... And the Grace of 